Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Yo, 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 it's uh, Super Mega Cast, episode 81. Yo, 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 it's the realest podcast you've ever <laughs> fucking lately. Yo, yo, dog. How y'all doing? <laughs> it's your boy, Matt. And, uh, and, and who am I here on the couch with? Uh, back throat Ryan. Back throat Ryan? Yeah, because I talk out of the back. Oh, of yeah, my you gotta throat. talk out of the back of your throat to talk. You gotta look. Whoa, but I never thought about that. <laughs> you, you gotta, gotta like, shift your voice to the back of your throat. Isn't that cool? That's cool. Humans are awesome. You know who? Uh, you know who's even more awesome in who? regards to uh, vocal talent? Who? Whales, do sea mammals, sea mammals like well, they, just pretty much whales and dolphins. Because whales can scream at such a such a distance. <laughs> Is that what they're doing? They're, scre- they're yeah, screaming. Well, it's a loud sound that they're making with their throat, and it's going it's going miles and miles. So I, in my in my book, that's a scream. And before we uh, get into uh, the juicy meat of today's podcast. I'd like to take a moment of silence for our troops. Well, uh, well uh, yeah, I, that w- I would like to do that. But first, I'd like to uh, talk about our sponsor. If you're trying online dating, chances are you've run into, you know, lazy text messages, dead-end conversations, and random matches that don't turn into dates. You can't get to know someone by just their Let's Player profile picture. Ever since my stepdad started an open relationship with my mom, he's found tons of relationships using eHarmony. eHarmony takes steps that other dating sites don't in order to find you a more compatible match. What, what do we all want? We all want that, we all want that, that connection, man. You want that romance. You want it in your life, man. You want that, you want to grab it and touch it. You want that romance. You want that special someone you can spend the rest of your life with and, and eventually become two urns on your, on your son's mantle. <laughs> It uses your, you know, your interests. It brings compatible people together. They have helped over a million people find their perfect match. That's a lot of people. That's a, that's a lot. That's a lot of couples, Ryan. You, you could have some kind of like big prom with all those couples. And and get this, Ryan. Uh, eHarmony uses years and years of science, data, and psychological research to send you the right matches. This ain't some. This ain't just some hookup site that's that's throwing that's throwing you, you know, people left and right. This is using like they're not throwing you bones. Stuff. They're throwing you T-bone steaks. Oh, exactly. Right now, our listeners can get a free month of eHarmony when they sign up for a three-month subscription. Enter the code SUPERMEGA at checkout. Stop waiting and start your journey to a satisfying, meaningful relationship. It can be fun to play around with online dating apps, but when you're ready to fall in love with someone and have a meaningful relationship, there's one app that's built to bring you real love. Ryan, are you okay? Sorry. Sorry. Oh, I got a little lightheaded thinking about love. <laughs> <laughs> Come see how eHarmony can change your life. 
Go to eHarmony.com and get started. Enter the code SUPERMEGA at checkout for a free month. Yeah, and now for that moment of silence. The troops? Yes. Can you do a dolphin sound effect? I, I can try. Yeah? Yeah, I, I, I don't think I've ever tried to make a dolphin sound, so this well, will be the first time okay. I've ever tried in my life. Okay, go. All right. Yeah. Dude, that was perfect. Was that good? Did that sound yeah. like a dolphin? That that sounded like uh like a SpongeBob dolphin hybrid. I used to be able to I could try SpongeBob's laugh. Yeah. See, perfect. Is that is that is that good enough? Tom Kenny, you're out of a job. Yo, Tom Kenny, I'm about to replace him. If Matt can do SpongeBob's voice, then why why do they need to be paying you? And and you know, again, you know, shout out to Tom Kenny's son who occasionally watches uh, super mega. He might have grown out of he it. He might. He might have been like, you know, these guys have said so many crude things about my father. Made fun of uh, his future death, which he he brought up himself. Mac Kinney, Tom Kinney's son, brought up his dad's he, death. He, no, no, he brought up the fact that in some AMA he brought up that you know he's like I don't want to know what they say about my dad <laughs> because I don't like I don't even remember we we've said some pretty some pretty bad shit about Tom Kinney. Yeah, but it's out of love. Yeah, it's of course it's dude. I love Tom Kinney. Yeah. Except his Wikipedia picture looks like his face was, like, photoshopped onto his body. There's something weird with the lighting. I tweeted this out a while back. Like, it looks real weird. Like, the lighting on his face is opposite from the lighting on his body. I can't explain it. Go look at it. I liked him as one of the gangster robots in Transformers 2. He was in Transformers 2? Yeah, buddy. He, he talked like this, and he has gold chains and teeth and shit. Really? Yeah. He was in Camp Laszlo. Remember that cartoon? Yeah, I didn't like it. I, I was never a big fan. I could watch it, but I was never a, a big fan. And you know what show I honestly was never really that into? Like Brickleberry. That, <laughs> Brickleberry I, was bad. I watched was, like one I episode. Could, I couldn't do it. I only watched it because I was like, oh, Daniel Tosh yep. is in this. He's like, what? 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 Daniel Tosh is epic. And then I watched it and I was like, wow, this is, I, I'm not a big fan of this show. It's not very good. <laughs> And then, like, uh, what else was he in? He was in something else. Daniel Tosh? He was no. in Love Guru. <laughs> Aaron, Aaron said that, uh, Aaron was saying that he watched The Love Guru recently, and he was, he was like, you know, it does not, I could see why it would end Mike, uh, Mike Myers' career. Like, yeah. he, he just disappeared off the face of the earth after that. Well, that's because he's been traveling to Africa a lot. To like work on like building shelters and stuff. Oh shit! Well, I was that's here, false. Here, I, could you imagine? Oh, okay. I was about to say like here I am insulting the man's acting, <laughs> and then uh, he's actually off doing some like amazing benevolent thing. Well, he did try to raise money at was it when was that after Hurricane Katrina? Yeah, <laughs> with Kanye West. Yeah, we talked about that. This was super early back in the day in, the, in like the super mega. But that's one of my favorite just things <laughs> to watch every now and then. It's go back so and funny. watch it. George Bush doesn't care about black people. And you see <laughs> Mike Myers' face, Mike, he's like, oh, oh, I know. and they just cut. They cut to something else. Uh, fucking Austin Powers and Shrek just just speechless. Just, uh, uh. <laughs> Man, I forgot Mike Myers voiced Shrek and he was Austin Powers. He, yep. he like, he really, he, there was a period was in the Wayne, early 2000s where, yeah, dude, he had it in his, like, in the bag. And then he just, was it the love guru that ultimately doomed him? Well, I mean... Comedy changed, and his style of comedy wasn't just like you know how you don't see any goofy Jim Carrey movies anymore. I know you could say that's because he doesn't want to act, but you know, Liar Liar worked really well because in the time that was funny, the comedy worked in the time, and then he comes out with Mr. Popper's Penguins that didn't do too 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 uh, hot. <laughs> even Yes Man uh, wasn't even a good movie, but it it harkened back to a movie such as Liar Liar. Yeah. Like his early days of Jim Carrey. I wonder if that kind of like goofy early 2000s comedy will ever make a comeback. Like as a uh, 
as a nostalgia thing. Yeah. You know how uh, Amblin film stuff is kind of coming back into the works through Stranger Things. Yeah, Stranger Things and, and, and like um, yeah. Just in general, 80s nostalgia. Yeah, I wonder, well, I don't know. I feel like goofy 2000s nostalgia doesn't, doesn't like have the same charm as like 80s nostalgia. Well, I mean, Johnny English is getting a third movie, so. What? <laughs> yeah. With, 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 with Mr. Bean? <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to lie, man. <laughs> Mr. Bean's Holiday, phenomenal movie, man. You always say that, and I it's have to. Good. Have to it's a I, good I, movie. I saw it with my dad, and I and I can't remember hating it. It's a feel good movie. I watch it, and I'm like, this is a beautiful story of a mentally challenged man finding his way to the beach. I need to watch it again. Was there a point where he was like on top of a bus? Uh, uh, Going like, pro- probably. You know, knowing <laughs> knowing Mr. Bean. You know? <laughs> yeah, Goofy you never Mr. know what Bean. Like, you never know what he's up to. <laughs> He needs a he needs like a keeper, doesn't he? Like, wouldn't you think like as an adult, Mr. Bean would like need they a bring keeper? him out in a cage and like they train him for movies and then they let him out. Go, Mr. Bean, go. <laughs> he's not even an actor. He's a re- <laughs> no, like, like that's really who he is. No, that like he's he's actually a really good actor. He's just doing what um like uh he's doing method acting like Daniel Day Lewis. I have to become the Bean. He hits himself in the head with a hammer <laughs> several times each morning. My favorite. A case of method acting um, by a well-renowned actor um, was the kid from Even Stevens who played Bean. Beans. Beans, yeah, that's right. Yeah. He really, he, um, apparently he went out into the woods and spent about two weeks without a tent or anything just to encapsulate the character, which is interesting. Wow. Yeah. What a, what a, what a crazy thing to do for Even Stevens. Yeah. He's, I mean, he's a cool kid. Now he's, uh, directing just kind of like low indie style films, like about race relations and stuff. He's, he's, he's an interesting fellow. I do have to say, met him twice. Yeah. Very, very weird guy. Yeah. I, I, I've never met him, but we talk on Skype occasionally. Yeah. He's sweet. He's, he's sweet though. Where and, is the line with us? Where is the line of lies, dumbness, and jokes? Well, and honestly, I didn't know if you were telling the truth or not with that whole that, that whole thing. I was like, is Ryan is Ryan bullshitting me? Did he really spend two weeks in the woods for even Stevens <laughs> to become Beans? I was like, at I was the like, age of like seven. Or well, maybe, maybe well, maybe it was, was for like the the movie where they're trapped on a desert island. I liked the Even Stevens movie. I they, really did. The only parts that I didn't like when I was a young kid were the sister with the hunk dude, because I was like. Because whenever the hunk dude appeared, I was like, I'm not attracted to him. I don't know. What what am I supposed to be doing? But I realize now it's like that's for the young girls watching Disney. Yeah. Channel. Like for me, like whenever those scenes popped up and I'm like, nothing is happening. I'm not learning anything besides well, that, you know, he's a he's a troubled, struggling actor with a lot of depth who has to make the decision of love or money. Absolutely. I, I could you could probably take like a they could make a college course on even Stevens. Yeah. Do you think that um, the, am I the only one that was like freaked out by the intro? Like the theme song to even Steven scared the ever living shit out stuff. of me. Yeah, it was so scary to me. I don't know why. Like it freaks me. Still to this day, if I watch it, it makes me feel bad. To me, it made me feel like I was watching a much more mature show than it was. And if you look back at even Stevens, it is one of the most immature shows. It is. Um, but for some reason, that that feeling, it's like the same feeling you got when watching South Park. It's that crudeness yeah. in animation where you're like, hmm, this isn't bubbly like Disney stuff usually is. Yeah, it was like, crude. It, you know how Lizzie McGuire was super bubbly, like little 2D cartoon popping up. Oh, yeah, dude. Falls in love in Rome and then gets betrayed and then has to sing her dude, heart out. I remember the Lizzie McGuire movie. And <laughs> yeah. like, it, she's on a moped with some guy or something. Am I making that up? Is that in yeah, the movie? Yeah, yeah. She, she like friend zones Gordo throughout the whole thing. I, I, think, I think he gets a kiss at the poor end. Poor Gordo, man. But I don't think that translates back into the show. No, I don't think just, they ever become a couple. That's just, she's just teasing him, man. She's, yeah. Gordo, 
probably had the biggest case of blue balls in in history. <laughs> oh yeah, poor, poor Gordo, Gordo man. He had that uh, early two thousands uh, like cross between a perm and just young kid hair. <laughs> yeah. It was just curly and poofy. Just kind of, it's kind of like. Like, if you had it now, you'd be like, what? What, is that? what are you doing, man? <laughs> My favorite uh, Disney Channel thing was uh, learning that the uh, brother from Hannah Montana was like 30 or 40 years old. <laughs> I was like, excuse me? Yeah. And, um, fuck, dude, you know, like, going back to method acting real quick, are, are there, like, movie scenes where characters have to be drunk? I was watching Superbad recently, and I was thinking, like, man, the, the party scene, like, they're really convincingly drunk. Yeah. Do you... It, it, do you think like a lot of actors in scenes where they have to be drunk, do you think they ever actually get drunk for those scenes to like make it more real? That's difficult because that could impede your performance, but it also could help. I think the way it would help a performance is if the script was not the script, but the movie in general was more improv based, allowing the actor's character to kind of come out through the drunkness. But if you're trying to be a character and you're drunk, then I think that your personal kind of, uh, your personal being will leak into the character a little. Oh, bit. that's true. Yeah, that's totally true. But like for stuff like Super Bad, where they're improving pretty much the whole movie, I mean, I'm sure maybe they were drunk. I'm sure yeah. some of them are high during the shooting of it. I mean, knowing all of them, it's Seth Rogen. Yeah, you know, it's Seth Rogen movie, definitely. I mean, Pineapple Express, dude. I have not seen Pineapple Express. That, that sticky, icky marijuana, dude. Dude, don't you ever say the words marijuana on this podcast, Ryan. I'm sorry. You're going to get us demonetized. You're going to get all of our brand, our our, our, our advertisers to pull out. Prop six, 64, 8, what is it? Prop whatever. Prop 420. <laughs> no, for real. Like, I, I think that one of the marijuana laws was like Prop 420. Where? Here? Here in California. When? Like recently. Oh, I thought that was like Prop 60 something. Or something. There, there was some marijuana thing that they actually like labeled 420. Oh. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Play the air horns, right? Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Excited for all those good action movies coming out on 420. Are there, is 420 like a Friday? This year? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, Adam from YMS uploaded images like, interesting release date. And it was a picture of uh, the release date of Rampage, the new the new, the new future hit blockbuster from Dwayne The Rock Johnson, where they're fighting big monsters. Dude, he is, like... We played, we played Rampage. We did. We played, liked it. It's a good game. Yeah. I, I feel like Dwayne The Rock Johnson, like, there's got to be some global conspiracy where he, he must have blackmail on, like, 
every big Hollywood producer, and he's like, all right, put me in your movies now, or it's else like, I'll release it. It's like a Tom Cruise case where Hollywood picks this one person to pamper up. Yeah. You know yeah. how, you know, there was, the, also you think of uh, oh, Robert Downey Jr., how he came back from, I'm surprised he was able to come back. I don't think he could come back today in the, in the kind of political climate to, of today. I don't think Robert Downey Jr. could do the comeback he did back in 2008. Wait, what did he come back from? Uh, being drunk and drugs and oh yeah, that that's shit. right. I like, forgot. Like hookers, I think. I forgot well. he had a he had a little rough phase. Yeah, and then he came back with Iron Man, which was a super interesting choice by Marvel or who, whatever executive. I don't know if the uh, Favreau made the decision or if there was like more of the casting director, but damn, that saved his career, and he became one of the he became the top most paid actor. But now it's of course Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Dude, like, but the thing about Dwayne the Rock Johnson is like, I. I mean, I don't know the man, but he seems like such a nice guy. I'd be like, I, I, I could. You, you say that, and then every now and then he'll post a video on Instagram where he's like, he'll be like, hold on one second. Then he'll go up to like a group of fans and like kind of be like, ha and like smile at the camera. And like he'll pay 50% of his attention is to the camera and then 50% of the, no, sorry. Like I'd say 60 to 70% of the time his eyes are at the camera. And then the 30% or whatever is down at this kid or fan. And he always films himself, like, stopping to greet fans and stuff. And I'm like, okay. Or you could just do it. (laughs) But, I mean, you know what? Maybe it's just like, hey, don't don't feel bad to stop me. I'll stop for anyone. And you'll be famous for it. Yeah. For like he's, a day, he's 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 he's, he's got to have a good you know good public face. His PR yeah. people are probably like Dwayne, please please film this. So I was in an Uber actually, and um, with Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I w- oh my god, I wish. <laughs> dude, I'm sure he'll be in some movie where he's like a like a goofy taxi driver, like an Uber driver. It, it's got to happen. Well, he's gonna become the uh, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger throwback thing. He, when he's old, he's gonna be making like the Expendables type Expendables of thing. Expendables '86. Yeah. Dude, um, but my Uber driver, I don't remember how we got on this topic, but we're talking about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, and, and he was like, oh man, he's, he's, he's so big. And I was like, yeah, I think he's, I think he's Samoan. And then the Uber was like a pause, he's like, so uh, are Samoans big? And then I was just like, um, <laughs> I'm, I, think, I think, yeah, I think they tend to be like larger, uh, larger people, just larger um, people, like more muscular, like just bigger. And he's like, huh, I didn't know that. And it was like just like a long pause, and I was like, that, that "Why did it get so awkward?" That either sounds like he just figured something out, like he was about to go fuck with some Samoans, and, and then he's like, "Shit!" He's like, "Shit! I gotta rethink this attack strategy." <laughs> he was gonna go to like a Samoan camp, and like, <laughs> just like prep, play some pranks on him. He's gonna go to uh, like a Samoan like uh, Boy Scouts meeting, but they're all like as large as Dwayne the Rock Johnson, but they're 15 years old. Yeah, probably. Man. <laughs> I feel like a, like a Samoan 14 year old could kick my ass, you know. Like, put me, like, okay, give me, like, like, let me work out for three months straight, nothing but protein, and give me, like, dual swords, and then put me in no. the ring with, like, two Samoans, no. two Samoan 14-year-olds, and they'll still kick my ass. If you're going to fight a Samoan, you need to put a big, long tree branch over the diameter of a volcano, and then you give each of you two giant um, ear, what a, ear, what are they called? The, 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 I know what you're talking about, the big, the big, it, it's like a big Q-tip. Yeah, like just big giant Q-tips, and you all got to battle it out, and it's like a battle to the death thing. If you fall into the volcano, you lose, of course. Yeah, because you die. You don't win. Have you ever seen a video of like what it would look like if you fell into lava? Isn't it just like it, it explodes because of the water and shit in Dude, your body? It's terrifying. They, I watched some video where they threw like the like the corpse of a pig, uh, 
uh, for science mm-hmm. into a volcano. Like, it doesn't just sink into lava. No, it hits it, and the lava, like, explodes and erupts, and it's very violent. Like, falling into lava would not be a fun way to die, because I don't think it would be instant. I don't think it's like, all right, I'm dead. I feel like you would, yeah. you would, you would live for maybe like, maybe like 10 seconds, but it wouldn't be a fun 10 Unless seconds. Unless you dive head first. That's true. You I might, don't know. Then there might, there's still like a five second period of, no, at least a two second period of it going to your skull. I don't know, man. Nerve endings apparently take like 11 seconds to burn off if you're on fire. Like to, to this is to, different. To this feeling. is molten fucking magma. That's true. Fire, fire's hot, but, but, but magma. <laughs> this is completely different. Dude, scenario. Uh, lava is one of my, like, I want to see lava so bad. I've always wanted I'm to see I'm afraid I'll trip and fall into it. <laughs> like, I'm looking down, accidentally, like, sneeze, lose my balance, and, like, go to catch myself with my hands. Hands first. Ugh. Yeah. Then, I, oh then they're just God. little nubs, and I lose my hands, and then my whole life is shit. You couldn't be a Let's player if you had no hands, right? No, I couldn't play any. Well, I mean, I could I could be a Let's commentator. I could commentate you playing games. Ryan, well, here's you the You could play news. all the games on Super Mega. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, let me rethink that, bro. The good news is you could still do this podcast if you lost both your hands. Yes, I could. You know, you know, I. This is a great podcast. You don't use your hands for the podcast. All, all you need is that witty brain of yours. Yeah, and that 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 big pie hole. That big old pie hole. You got you know, those those flapping lips. You know, don't don't let them stop flapping, buddy. Keep flapping those lips. Dude, thanks, Dad. Of course, sport. Thanks. I'm gonna go out and fucking show the world that I'm the best podcaster ever. Yo, man, give me a give me a fist a fist a bro fist me, man. You know how there's emotional paintings of Jesus in like mo- like when we were in the 2000s, like modern day, like on a let's just say an example. I don't I don't think this one exists, but him on a park bench with like some sad man like business suits or something, or just with some kid on a beach or whatever. Yeah. Just like modern day Jesus, except he's wearing his traditional garb and he's white. Yeah. He's got blue eyed. Yeah. White and blue eyed. Or green. I don't know. I think blue is beautiful with Jesus, though. Oh, absolutely. That, that supple white skin. That nice Aryan Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> Aryan Jesus would make a great, like, album name. That's the Jesus I grew up on. That's yeah, old school me too. Jesus. <laughs> I mean, like, you look, he's like, no, he was, he was just some, like, some, some like, brown Middle Eastern man. He was not white. Yeah. He, he came here, tried to, tried to do a good thing for, for the Jewish people. They, they what did like, they do, Ryan? Well, they uh, they said no, 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 and threw him up on some sticks. They played, they paid, pinned the Christ on the cross. <laughs> yep. <laughs> they like they any, like Bible human Jenga, <laughs> like like any 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 little like youth group Bible study had like a party and they played like instead of pin the tail on the donkey, but they played it with like a cross and Jesus, and they didn't realize what they're doing. Pin is, the like, Jesus on the cross. Yeah. Like they, like in oh, their he's mind, upside it's like, down. <laughs> <laughs> no, apparently they would crucify people upside down too. Oh, that's because it's uh, more torture, Ugh, more torturous God, because of the blood flow to the brain and shit like that. Ooh. But I want to see, I want to see a, like a well done oil painting of kind of like a millennial holding like their phone. You can see they're kind of on Snapchat, and this is a beautiful oil painting, and they're on Santa Monica Pier, or some shit, or Venice Beach Boardwalk, and Jesus. Like and then this kid has like a tear running down his face, yeah. or you don't even see the kid's face. He's just looking up at Jesus, so you just know it's that kid, and so that's the emotional thing because you put yourself in that kid's perspective. I used to be that kid, right? This is what these millennials will think in the future when they see this painting, right? And it's, and it's Jesus, and he's just standing there, and it's one of those um, what do you call it? Where you can move it. It's not holographic. It's a hologram. I guess it's a hologram, it's a hologram type yeah. thing. You know where you move and it changes. Yeah. 
It's like an oil painting, but with that effect, because future technology, we can we can make art out of anything. It's the future, baby. Do you can whatever. do whatever you want. Yeah, exactly. 3D print that shit. There's no rules. And uh, he goes from just looking at the kid and he goes, dab. And he dabs. Jesus dabs? Jesus dabs at the kid. And then the kid smiles in the third waveform of the holograph. I feel like that that that's a good kind of testament of our time. That would be, uh, I, I could see that being put in like the highest art museum. I could see them taking down the Mona Lisa, throwing it in the trash, and then putting that painting up You gotta instead. throw the Mona Lisa in the trash. The only reason it's popular is because it's an old painting. Yeah. You know how many good artists exist today that are just as good, if not better, but don't get the credit because that art is shit super, out, man. just like anyone can do it now? Exactly. It's like, why is, why is the Mona Lisa so famous? Because it's... It, you know, I like it, like there's a million people that could paint that shit today. Get rid of it. Throw yeah. it away. Throw it in the trash. Burn it. I think my favorite old painting uh, is what is it called? It's the one with the the guy in the pitchfork with his wife. Oh yeah, Farmland. I know. I I forgot what it's called, but he's like he's in front of the barn with his yeah. with yeah. his angry looking wife. <laughs> yeah. Looks like he's very unhappy in his marriage. He's holding a pitchfork. I like that in Poker Dogs or whatever it's called. Dogs oh yeah, playing the dogs poker. playing cards. That's, yeah. that's, that's, that's a good classic. one. That one's fun. Like I like that. That's a good classic painting because it's like you know this this shit's not boring. It's not like a woman with a blank face staring at the at the at me. It's some dogs playing poker. And it's funny because dogs can't play poker. They don't have opposable thumbs. They don't know how poker works. Do you think back when all this stuff was being painted, it's the dogs playing poker were the Marvel Cinematic Universe of that era, and the Mona Lisa was like the indie film. Not, not the indie <laughs> film, but stuff like Mona Lisa was like, that's a true artist. That's that's like uh, the um, Requiem for a Dream and shit like that. <laughs> yeah, Pe- People lost their shit for dogs and poker. It's just like, oh, but but you don't remember this old shit? Mona Lisa? Come on. There's like, and there were like different like fan bases for these different types yeah. of paintings. Yeah. Yeah, dude. When, when, when did fan bases start coming around? Like, was that, I know, it's, it, was it always a, attached to entertainment? I'm not talking about just like political fandomness. I'm talking about, you know what I mean? Entertainment fandom. Almost. Yeah. Like, like hardcore fan. Well, I think they, like, I love you. Oh my God. Like that. Not a, this person's right. And this person will always be right. I mean, that kind of, they bleed in together, but there's a difference in I terms think, of... I think, uh, earliest I could think is stuff like the Beatles and, like, early rock bands. Yeah. Like that. Elvis. Elvis, yeah. And then I think the internet revolutionized it and made it easy for those people to, like, congregate. Now anyone can be an Elvis. Anyone can be an Elvis, dude. Does that Does that just make entertainers less special now? Or do you think it makes them, like, more special because now it's this thing that, like, anybody can do and it's this open free market type I think it makes thing. it more special I think it's cool yeah um I, I mean that, that the coolest thing to me about the internet is like anybody can because like back in the day if you wanted to be a musician you know you'd have to like go to a record company and you'd have to actually want it you'd have to sell your soul <laughs> <laughs> now any any talentless act, like you and me can just could go to a guitar center pick up whatever they think looks shiny and nice and then Learn some chords. Play Wonderwall. On YouTube. Play the first. Dude, I, I, I actually like that stereotype of the college freshman that goes out in the quad and plays four chords. That's true. I saw that. Oh, it happened the all the time at USC, especially uh, in the horseshoe. Or like you'll be at a party and some guy will pull out an acoustic guitar and you're like, ah, damn it. That happened more at youth group than at college. Oh my me. God. Yeah, dude. Some kid whip out the guitar <laughs> and I'd be like, oh shit. Everyone would sit around. It's like, fuck, how do I, how do I. So to combat that, I would. Uh, make my own little interesting lesson plans. And then when we go on a retreat, I would take some kids who wanted to, and I'd be like, hey, let's learn about Jesus. And I'd be like, share interesting facts. I'm like, did you know dinos- there's references to dinosaurs in the Bible? 
Is it, are there? Uh, just a, uh, depending on what interpretation. The Bible's all interpretation. But you yeah, know what I mean? It's, it's so, completely interpretation. So you can take it as um, you can take it as a dinosaur, but you can also take it as an elephant. It's a behemoth. They call it a behemoth and like water. Could have like been water a, monsters. Like a Samoan. <laughs> yeah. You know? Could have been Dwayne the Rock they Johnson. Could, they could look, have discovered G- Samoa. Dude, if Jesus looked like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, we're back on him again. You can't get off of him. He's too big to climb down too quickly. So so we're on we're on his knees. We're almost yeah. off of him. We're Dwayne. on our way off Dwayne the Rock Johnson. <laughs> so but like he should play Jesus. Have you seen how he looks in Hercules, that live action yeah. Hercules movie? Yeah. That's how he should look, but for Jesus. I would 100% go see an action-packed Jesus movie. No one's made that. Have they? Jesus Christ Superstar. That's that a, that, no. Okay, what about Dwayne The Rock Johnson, how he was in The Mummy as Jesus? <laughs> that, like, terrible <laughs> CG, whatever he was. Are they crucifying, like, his, like, Jesus in this, in this telling has, like, a scorpion body and shit? <laughs> So like the cross instead of being in a cross, it just looks more like a uh, a, a like a railroad like a track. phone tower. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> with the diff- like different planks for each legs and shit. Oh my. And then his long uh, little uh, what is it called stinger could be pinched on the bottom of the cross. Dude, scorpions are terrifying. And but real quick, let's get back to dinosaurs. Oh yeah, can we talk? Like, can you believe that? Like this planet, like where we are right now, like was ruled by these massive alien things an unfathomable amount of time ago too like it wasn't just like oh thousands of years ago giant li-. no millions mil and then like some dinosaurs we think existed in the same period like some dinosaurs existed millions of years apart yeah like like the different like, periods and shit cretaceous all that like i think the t-rex was i don't I completely, I might be wrong, but like the T-Rex and the Stegosaurus. Yeah, I, like, I see. I was about to say the Stegosaurus too, which leads me to believe you and I came to almost the same conclusion, which means it has more of a possibility of being be. right. But because it wasn't when you said it, it was that you said it that reaffirmed me going, okay, I was about to say Stegosaurus too. Yeah, yeah. So, so it could be, it could be. But So look it up, folks. Two dinosaurs existed farther apart from each other than we did from like the T-Rex or something. Yeah. It's like, that's crazy to me. Well, it, t- it took a long time for nature to get its shit together and go, hey. Humans, humans are a thing now. Yeah, we 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 appeared in uh, like so recently in history, and then we dominated the world and also fucked it up dude, real real bad. We had our fucking heads held high, and we're just like, it's 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 human time, baby. Dude, it's human time. Enough of them lizards. Well, they they all got fucking destroyed. So did some monkey just get lucky and then just be like, hey, I, I'm a I'm a human now. Some Here de- I am. some deformed monkey fucked a non dominant monkey, and then the dominant genes of the deformed monkey passed on passed on i say deformed but there's that, an that, actual scientific word for it what is it like a uh not def- it's right right what is it ryan just described his his birth <laughs> <laughs> i'm the, sorry man is the exception but uh muta- genetic mutation yes mutation mutation but i just say deformity because it is deformed compared to what's going on yeah it's it's a mutation it's not normal dude evolution's so cool like genetics are really cool i remember yeah. learning about that in high school and being like, this is so cool. Like DNA, like, what the fuck? DNA is so mind-blowing and intricate. It's like code that's in your body that makes up everything that you are. Yeah. You know, like it's like it's like uh clouds are ninety percent water, watermelons are ninety percent water. They must have came come from the same thing, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Clouds have the same DNA as watermelons. There's a little running bit back from my uh junior year. Give them a shout out, man. 
I don't want to say his name. Well, he know he know. I'm sure his he wife taught to me it. math though. Oh, really? Yeah. His wife taught you math. Yeah, taught me math, how to count uh-huh. in high school. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ryan. What comes after two? Um, I don't like calculus. This is algebra, Ryan. This isn't even algebra. This is like geometry. The, this is the most basic of maths. What comes after two? I didn't like geometry. Oh, that's not. It's three, by the way. I'm not. A, I'm not avoiding this subject. <laughs> um, what was your favorite math? Geometry. Yeah. Really. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, was obnoxious. I was the best at it. Maybe because it, it's visual. Is and long division under algebra? Dude, you love your long division, man. I love. For long your division. birthday, I'm gonna get you like a long division workbook. Just get me a workbook where on each page is a blank template where it's just like the long division thing, and then on each page I can just fill in the numbers the way I want. That's like something like... Well, I'd, I'd solve the problems. I'm not just going to throw numbers in there. Well, I a, will, but for the start of the problem. Dude, I got to see you do some long division. Like, you've talked about it a lot. Like, are you some savant with long division? Well, it's it's super easy. Are you going to, like, am I going to... It's sit, not hard. Am I going to sit you down with, like, so like, all right, Ryan, do some long division. You're going to be, like, solving these, like, massive <laughs> numbers in three seconds. Like, carry the one. I just liked long division because of how much work it looked like you were doing, essentially. <laughs> Like, you look like some genius badass, but you're, you're like, just like, yeah, yeah, woo, oh, and you can add decimal, so you can get down to the decimal point with that shit. You're like, oh, <laughs> like Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Michael- <laughs> Imagine Michael Jackson doing long division. That's how he got his start. He did it live on stage, and then he did the moonwalk afterwards in celebration. <laughs> There's like a whiteboard, and he's like, he, like he's got some chalk. He's like, oh, and he's spinning around and grabbing his crotch. Oh, carry the two, put the decimal point, out. back out a hundred. And he would he'd grab his crotch out of sexual excitement. And long division would get him real riled up. Yeah. That's why he liked kids. He wanted to teach them the joy of long division. He want to sleep with kids. No, I mean he did sleep with kids. He did. He didn't. I don't. Not not necessarily have sex with. Yeah. But sleep. He did. He, he, he admitted to sleeping. Yeah. With kids. He did sleep with kids because they're innocent little that's creatures. The, that's a problem with saying like and he's innocent. Sleep with something. like you like you could sleep with a girl yeah. and you literally you just slept with her. You didn't. Did you, you sleep with her, dude? Yeah, man. I. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah. I slept with her. her I didn't have f- sex. Her feet with her. were where my head were because she didn't want to. Our faces to be in the Close same area, in the same proximity. No? I mean, she was staying at my place, so I did have to wash my pillowcases because her feet were on my pillowcases. But yeah, Ooh, I slept with her. That's gross, man. You don't want to get that, that foot fungus. Oh my god! I recently discovered a meme uh, that I actually Ugandan knuckles. It's not. It's the newest meme, dude. It's it's almost as funny as Ugandan knuckles. Went in VR chat the other night. Do you know the way? Do you know the way? To- <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> Are just a bunch of kids doing it now. Yes. Just I got, kids. Really. I, want, I want to see this. Then you said they just like spam it. They just they just say it over and over and over again. Do you know the way? 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 Yeah, that's really funny, man. That's that's our future they generation. Shit, yeah, it's great. Hey, we did stupid shit. You were on a tangent though. Continue. I was talking about. There's one of these top fifteen videos from one of these like weird channels, and I gotta show it to you. Top fifteen Louis C.K. phone calls of all time. No. Hey, can I masturbate in front of you? Number one will surprise you. It's this. It's it's like top four chan mysteries that were solved, and the video starts. And, and hello, it, these it, are the top four four chan mysteries that <laughs> haven't that been guy. solved. It's this. It's this uh, guy, and his voice is literally. He's like number fifteen, Burger King foot lettuce. He's like, he's, and all of a sudden you hear in the mic just <sighs> number fourteen. Like, dude, hold on, I gotta play it's this. Like for blowing you real quick. his nose off camera. I have to. Does play- he sound like a bro? No, he sounds like there's something wrong with him. What? Here, I'll just search the words. You're just making fun of the dude for his voice? Yeah. Look, Burger King foot lettuce. Here, listen to this. His voice is goofy. Burger King foot lettuce. 
The last thing you'd want in your Burger King burger is someone's foot fungus, but as it turns out, <laughs> that's on purpose. That's get, not. A 4chaner uploaded a photo anonymously to that, the site. Pause it real quick. That reminds me of that cooking guy that I found where whenever he talked, he would talk like this because it sounded like he recorded every line separately from the other. Because <laughs> it would be like, first you want to take the lobster and then you want to open the lobster. And then you want to suck out the juices of the lobster with, you, your, with your foreskin. Because when you record... What? <laughs> what? When, when you record, uh, like, voice lines separately, you miss, like, the natural flow and cadence of, like, yeah. the, the, the way it would normally be said. But I... Burger King foot lettuce. <laughs> it's like... It's, he's reading off of a teleprompter that does, like, one letter at a time. But it's going fast. Foot lettuce. He has to give his brain enough time to catch up. The last thing you want in your burger is foot fungus. <laughs> but as it turns out, that might be what you get. <laughs> Shout out to whoever that, that top, that top. He has like 2 million subs. Shit, man. What? I just remembered. What'd you remember? I left the heat on. Oh. Oh. Ryan! I guess it's cold out, so it's cool. It's pretty cold out. Like, LA's been but cold like, recently. leaving my heat on for... Monetary reasons. Eight hours. Yeah, that's. I'm that's, sure it would be expensive. Oh well. I'm little, little Lego is going to be burned to a crisp when you get home. Oh, he's fine. It's going to be sure a tiny little fine. little cooked pup. That's why he has his fur. He can get air go through in it. Works like a little fan of his. What? That's how dogs cool off. The air goes through their fur in a way where it cools them off. Really? Yeah, their fur works as like a air conditioning type thing. Like an insulation system. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you fucking with me, Ryan? No, no, no. Is this a Ryan McGee lie? Mm -mm. I can see it in your eyes. You're lying to me. I'm not lying to you, I promise. I Ryan. looked it up because I was like, I was like, oh, my dog, my dog hot. <laughs> <laughs> my dog hot. <laughs> that search result could either be like, your dog is like too hot temperature wise, or you tweet think that your dog is like hot. furry or something. Yeah, exactly. Like my dog's hot. Day. You know what? Um, can I go check to see if lunch is here? Dude, go check to see if lunch okay, is here. I'll let's right let's take a little podcast break. No, 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 no. Oh, well, he's just going to. All right, I'll. You got a little segment. It's called uh, Matt's. Uh, like 30 second story time. And okay. You, your topic is, um, uh, what's my topic? Uh, a Middle Eastern God <sighs> eats an American magician. Okay. So Ryan has given me the prompt of a Middle Eastern God meets an American magician. Okay. Well, American magicians are always goofy white guys. So I'm sure there's a great opportunity for some kind of cultural misunderstanding here. So a Middle Eastern God appears in front of a, uh, uh, American magician and he the American magician goes whoa what is this some kind of magic and he goes oh yeah wait magic's not real because I'm a magician and and I of all people know that magic's fake because everything I do is an illusion and then the Middle Eastern God goes no 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 this is real magic I am from Middle Eastern heaven and is your story done is food here did you end it not yet can you wrap it up? Yeah, I, I'll wrap it up. I'll wrap it up right now. And yeah. then, and then he takes the magician. And he takes them on up to Middle Eastern heaven. They eat falafel and they have a, a great time together. And, and the mid and the magician uh, does this crazy card flourish for the Middle Eastern god. Okay. And the Middle Eastern god gives him a seat on his throne uh, because it was so fucking cool heaven. in Middle Eastern heaven. Okay. Okay. okay, that's my. Hey Ross, what's up? Yeah, not much. Just. I walked in the room and didn't know you were recording anything. Well, well I look at the screen, Ross. It kind of looks like we're recording, doesn't it? We're about Don't to be fucking it. rude about it. I'm sorry, dude. We got we got it's, it's a fun. resident Australian Ross O'Donovan uh, special guest. He was on a couple podcasts ago. I was. Yeah. 
How's, how's this podcast going? This podcast right. is going great, it's very man. Chill. What'd you boys talk about? Uh, so far, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. He's great. Yeah, we'll um, about dinosaurs. Dinosaurs. What's your favorite dinosaur? Dude, I don't. Uh, I need to do more research on dinosaurs. I got, I got, I got three that I really love. Sam. I love Triceratops. That's a good one. Pretty cool. I, uh, I love Velociraptor and I love Pterodactyl. Yeah. Pterodactyls are scary as shit. Like, Pterodactyls could, are great. Could you imagine like being a prehistoric man and no. seeing like a no, massive just, pterodactyl yeah. in the sky like coming at you? But you know, in the in the you know quote unquote Reptile, dinosaur sorry. realm. Yeah. But it's like, but you know, pterodactyls. My favorite representation of pterodactyls was actually in a bad movie. It was Jurassic Park three. Yeah. I thought the way they presented them was like really cool yeah, because they were awesome. menacing. And like yeah, I've always seen them as like docile flying animals. Dude, they would rip the shit out of you. Oh yeah, they would. They would they like would hurt you. you see that in the sky coming at you, like dive bombing at yeah. you. That massive beak is gonna. Oh yeah, Billy should have died in that movie one hundred percent. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like, but the actor I think put up a stink about it. The, but, uh, uh, I don't want to do. Do you want to go get lunch and talk about? This? Let's go get some lunch and talk about pterodactyls. Yeah, um, I, haven't had, I haven't had lunch. What are you guys gonna get? No, uh, it's already here. It's already here. Oh, they're sandwiches from uh, what's it called? Oh, I shit, don't know I love the place. place. Yeah, yeah, Let's yeah, get yeah. some sandwiches. Right. We'll be right back. All right, I won't be back though. No. Bye. Bye. Well, yeah. <laughs> and we're back. Um, we got some got some sandwiches. Some uh, really some good sandwiches. Tasty sandwiches. Had I had a, a shrimp ch- sandwich. Had a chicken club sandwich. Nice. I ate nice. half of it. Put the other half in the fridge for safekeeping for later. Same here. I'm gonna take mine. Uh, put it in my fridge when I get back. When I get back home. So then you got a nice snack for later. That's you, very smart, Ryan. Exactly. I need to go grocery shopping. I need to do the same because I need to st- still like organize shit too. I have absolutely uh, nothing in the fridge. Nothing at all. Like, and I keep, I keep, I keep opening the fridge. To be like, oh man, I I need some food, and then it's all expired food and yeah. nothing. Tucker uh, drank all of my organic milk. Hey, but what a funny coincidence! Tucker, uh, I caught him trying to drink my milk last night. He's like, "There's no milk. There's like one sip in here." I'm like, "Well, it's my milk, Tucker. Why? <laughs> why would you care if there's only one sip of milk in there?" He was giving me shit for having like no milk in the carton, and I'm like, "Well, it's my milk, <laughs> huh? Huh? It's my milk, Tucker. God damn it." And I was like, you can have some of my soy milk if you want to classify yourself as a soy boy. Dude, nothing wrong with a soy boy. Nothing wrong with being a soy boy, guys. Don't, don't, don't let the haters online tell you differently. Being yeah. a soy boy has changed my life. Cannot tell you in so many ways ever, how, how great it is. Ever since I started eating more soy, I have become the pinnacle of human evolution. Dude, if you want to counteract the soy, the estrogen soy, just eat onions, dude. Just raw onions. Ew. That's test. They give you testosterone. I cry. Is that why ogre eats onions? Is that why ogre eats? Yeah. Onions? <laughs> Is that why ogre eats onions? Because uh, it's testosterone. I think it's more just like onions are gross. So and ogres are gross. So they're like ogres are like onions. Ogre are like onion. Onions are like ogres. <laughs> you know. Layers, you know. Man. All ogres are like onions, but not all onions are like ogres. On that. On that tangent. Shrek 5 is coming out in 2019, right? So Mike Myers does have a career. Oh, yeah, he does. Because I, if I'm not mistaken, Shrek, there's there's a new Shrek movie coming out next year in 2019. What are they going to do? I think so. Like Shrek I'm, 2 is fine. Yeah, was that the one where they go to Happily Never After? Or Happily whatever Ever called? After. Happily Ever After. As it, but it's like it done in the way of a Hollywood sign. Yeah, that's right. And I, I remember like, oh, yeah, because it's right after their wedding. And they're, they're riding their onion carriage to their honeymoon. Yeah. Happily Ever After. Classic movie, man. It's, so, it's so good. 
I've seen all the Shrek movies, and I don't remember any of them beyond the second one. Like, did you I don't, see Puss in Boots? I did not see Puss in Boots. Neither did I. I've, I think I've only seen Shrek 1, 2, and... Which is the one with... Uh, How many are there? Rumpelstiltskin? No, I didn't see the one with Rumpelstiltskin. I saw the one with Prince Charming. Where he comes back and sets up the play as, like, a revenge thing. I have seen Shrek. the one with Rumpelstiltskin. Never mind. Okay. I was, I've, it's just, it's, it was a forgettable film to me, to be honest. Well, I need to see, Sh- you know what? I'm going to go, fuck it. Tonight I'm going to have a double feature with my, I'm going to go watch Shrek and Shrek 2 back to back. On my, on my flight recently, night. Shrek was a viewing option and I didn't watch it for some reason. I feel like when I go back and watch it, because I, ha- it's been years since I've actually seen Shrek. Oh, same. From, be- from like start to finish. I've forgotten most of it at this point. Yeah. I'm sure some of the jokes will land because I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of adult jokes that now I'll be like, oh, because my dad was like, you know, because like ass means butt and donkey. And I was like, whoa, huh. double meaning. Yeah, dude. I Those Shrek writers got it. I, I mean, I, that's that's what I that's what I picked up when I watched. Uh, I have I, to save my ass. I got I got to mention such a good line. Kangaroo Jack in every single podcast. Well, what are you talking about? Kangaroo Jack. I, I picked Which up one? there was like a lot of adult humor in it that I didn't pick up before. Like the like, homosexual, like offbeat joke they put in there. It was very on beat to me. I, I, dude, I laughed my ass off. <laughs> on beat for you, it came like, out of nowhere, dude. It, I, I was just like, oh my god, that's so funny. I, I, I laughed so hard. And uh, what's the joke, Matt? The so oh, you got it. Okay, so Lewis and Charlie, uh, they're tied up, and Charlie, and, yeah, and they're being they're being dragged or uh, they're being like walked behind the the bad guys riding on camels, and their mm-hmm. hands are tied up behind the camels. They have dirt in their face and they shit. They do, yeah. They're in the dirty outback. And he's like, suddenly Charlie has an idea, man. And he's like, Lewis, reach in my pants because that's where Charlie keeps his hairstyling scissors. Yep. And, he, and, and he's like, and, and then Lewis is like, Charlie, man, we all, we all have urges. You know, one time there was this well-built Latino and then <laughs> Charlie cuts him off. He's like, no, Lewis, my scissors are in there. And that line just, I don't know, like, it got me <laughs> I, I so can't, hard. I can't remember that line at all. So yeah, I, I never remembered it either. To, even though you and I just watched Kangaroo Jack, like, five months ago. Yeah, and, and when I, when I, like, when that line dropped, I would, I'd, like, never heard it before. And I laughed so hard. we've mentioned Kangaroo Jack? Dude, I, we've mentioned Kangaroo Jack on, like, at least. The most recent podcast, definitely, like, a string of, like, the most five or six recent ones. I, I think at least, like. I probably could not count it on two hands how many podcasts we've mentioned Kangaroo Jack or Spy Kids. <laughs> well, you just did it. They're good. Okay, well, yeah, now I added I want someone to actually go back and, like, listen to all the podcasts and, and count how many times. We haven't mentioned OJ in a while. Okay, OJ. We mentioned Jesus Christ in just about every single video. He's a big part of, like, both. I don't know about you, but G- Jesus Christ was a big part of my life. He was a part of my life until college. That's, like, most of my life. Same. And, I, and now like, you're making growing, him- I grew up with Jesus. I, I grew up I, with Jesus. I dude. went through puberty with Jesus. <laughs> we went through puberty together. We were always comparing armpit hairs and stuff. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember when you like got got like your first armpit hairs and you were like, whoa? No, what really made me go whoa was when I started getting that lip fuzz, and you get kind of like that weird, just kind of a uh, uh, Napoleon Dynamite's brother's mustache going on. I'm still working on it. Yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe soon I'll be able to experience that. I remember shaving for the first time. It was very awkward. Yeah. And then, and then, like you, I was like I have to do this. Now? And then you feel your lip, like after you shave, and it's rough, and you're like, "What the what?" The kids, when they start growing facial hair, they just look stupid. And I, and I, I want to go back and I want to see if there's any pictures with that lip fuzz. Like it's gross, lip man. Because there was a point where I'm like, "Yeah, I'm gonna have to. What do I do with? Like, I'm just getting hair on my upper lip." My dad's like, "Well, gotta shave it off." 
Yeah, I don't remember the first time I shaved my face. Um, I just don't like putting razors up to my delicate face. Delicate, soft little porcelain doll skin. <laughs> I uh, soft, delicate porcelain doll. Well, here's here's How the those fr- mix. It's a it's a it's a porcelain Is like it soft. Por- yeah, it's porcelain. Porcelain's soft. very porcelain's one of the softest materials there there is known to man like a nice porcelain couch it <laughs> i sleep on a porcelain bed that sounds so uncomfortable a porcelain bed with like porcelain pillows and everything Learning porcelain couch i want like full porcelain furniture in my place with plastic pillows plastic wrapping like, like you know how they have tumbler cups like they're a plastic <laughs> that was that that material but made for pillows you can easily crack them I, porcelain doesn't sound like a word anymore now that we've said it several times. Porcelain. It's, it's a, a nice word. word. It is a very nice word, porcelain. porcelain. It's a beautiful word. You don't say it that often. And now it's like when you say it, it doesn't sound real. You know what else is a good word? What? Chicanery. Is that a real word? Yeah. Chicanery? What does that mean? It's an episode of Breaking Bad. No, it's not. I'm not going to handle this chicanery. This chicanery. That's what uh, his brother says during a case. No, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, that's right. What did I say? You said Breaking Bad. Whatever. And Better I was, Call I was Saul. like, I was, I'm like Breaking Bad. What sorry, Better Call Saul. Chicanery, dude. You're right. That is an episode of uh, that's such an old it's person. It's a good movie. episode. That's it like is. that's gonna be down as one of the classic episodes of Better Call Saul. Is that the one with the courtroom and Chuck? Yeah. Yeah. That's with Chuck in the courtroom. That that's is not. A... That's not spoiling anything because uh, Chuck's a lawyer and he yeah. spends most of his days in a courtroom. Mm-hmm. Well, in his personal life, not you know. Guys, if you haven't seen Better Call Saul, you got some time to watch it before the next season starts. April? No. No. When, like, I wish. Latter half of this year? Latter half of the year. Probably like August. Yeah. And then, well, okay. And then Game of Thrones comes out sometime, like what, February 2019. Jesus Christ. If y'all ain't watching Better Call Saul. Mm. It's good. It's I, fucking good. It's great. I could see how like, I, I've talked to people that have been turned off after like the first season. Just push through it. It's good. Well, it's the same type of thing of how some people just couldn't do Breaking Bad after the first episode or two they yeah, couldn't get into it it's too... i was like that i watched the first episode uh one day couldn't get into it then i went back and watched it and i'm like how did i not how was i not into this this is so fun and refreshing yeah. and i the story is moving along and it doesn't feel like it's stalling because i was so used to watching these nickelodeon or whatever shows that they would stall the plot purposely for three episodes or yeah. like the biggest offender of that now um that i think um took me out of just kind of going like took me out of TV like watching shows Walking in general. Dead? Yeah, Walking yeah. Dead. Walking Dead. We'll spend like a whole season in one place. It was, and that's not bad. It's just that the actions they were doing did not progress the plot any further. And when you're not progressing the plot, what's the point of this season? Like I like to feel like the TV shows have a point and a purpose. And Breaking Bad definitely had a point and a purpose. It, yeah, it's always moving. Every episode, at least, um, it benefited the plot. It, it, the moved, it moves the story along every episode. There's like no episodes you could really skip. There's yeah. one episode you could skip. Fly. I like, don't think you should skip. No, you should. It's like one of my favorite episodes. It's so good. But um, I watched two episodes of Breaking Bad last night. You did? Which ones? Three and four. Because uh, season one. Yeah. Okay. Just because I've been starting to watch that again. I watched some of it while I was in Japan. I was watching Breaking Bad. I think I'm gonna. Rewatch uh, uh, Arrested Development soon, dude. That's that's a classic rewatch. Yeah, I love I just, rewatching it. I just I I just think season four. I know it's a popular thing to say, and it wasn't awful. It just left a bad taste in my mouth. I guess I know what you mean. Yeah, it, as I said, it wasn't bad. It just didn't feel as snappy and quick. You know, yeah, it felt like it, it wasn't as witty. Yeah, it was just like, 
Eh. I feel like that has to do a lot with the banter. The banter didn't seem as natural. And also they had the characters sometimes. all separated, you know? Yeah, and the big part of that show is the A plot, B plot, C plot, all that type of shit. Yeah. But now there was really only, you know, one character in an episode, which it tried a new style, and I commend it for that. And it was still a funny show. There was still a lot of funny gags. Yeah, lots and lots of, uh, like, there were some, there were a lot of funny season. moments in the most recent season of Rest of Development. I'm excited for the fifth season. I, I hope they, you know, learned their, they can right their wrongs. Like, yeah. the writers are like, oh, well, this is what we did wrong, and why people didn't like it, so let's go back to this format, or let's, let's do that. I've been watching this series on Netflix recently, where it's all about, and it's just depressing. The first episode tore me up. It's all about people who are innocent that are convicted. Oh, shit. Like, for life. That's of, that's of like murder. my worst nightmare. And it's like the thing is outside looking in, it's obvious they're innocent. Could you imagine something you did when you were 15 or 14 affected the rest of your life even though you were innocent and it's after this traumatic thing and when you're coming back from this traumatic event. Cuz after a traumatic event uh, event, usually, you know, I'm not going to say you don't have control over your actions, but you're more susceptible to stupid things, yeah. I would say. Yeah. And they were in this kid. You're in a weakened emotional state. Yeah. And so in this weakened emotional state, he definitely did some stupid things, but um, it's unfortunate that those stupid things led to his wrongful conviction. Is he still convicted? Oh, well, yeah. I guess I don't want to spoil it. But Oh, yeah. Well, I'll tell you. Um, I can't imagine like how awful that would be being con- like wrongfully convicted of something that you had nothing to do with. I mean, you a- have to go to prison and like face prison. It's like you can't really defend yourself after that when it's like, yeah, no chance of parole. Sorry. And you wait and you used all of your, uh, what yeah. is it called? Um, when you go back, as it's kind of like a retry. A retrial? Oh, yeah. yeah. And and the, and the crazy thing about that is like, of course, like even the courts would never want to admit that because that's no. such a tremendous error. And well, they, like when the, you've heard of the stories of the guys going to jail for like 20 something years. And, all and they were like, innocent. Oh, yeah, they're innocent. D- new DNA evidence found that the guy's innocent. And then, like, they set them free, and they're like, um, here's $200,000. You just ruin this person's life. Like, taking 20 years away. Like, a lot happens, a lot has happened for me in the past three years. And your say, adult life, 20, 20 years, is a substantial chunk of your life. You know, you lose people in that time. Yeah. You miss opportunities. You, like, you go, miss so much. Going from your, let's say you that happens to you at 23. You're 43 when you come out of that shit, or even close to 50. How do you how do you go back into society after not learning? I mean, you should be a learned adult, of course, by 23. But there's still so much, I think, that you're developing in terms of social skills and interacting as an adult with people that if you're kept away from that, like society and you're putting this pen for that long and you're innocent. Yeah, it's just got to fuck with your ability to um, socially commit to the society. And I think like I think the hardest part about that is how much you missed like. You know, like lovers would move on. You, your family, you'd lose family members. They would die. Friends yeah. would, things would happen. They'd go away. They'd Most of your friends on. would forget about you. You, you'd, you would miss like your life. Would you'd have to start over? Like everyone, minus like maybe a few old friends and family members would would just be gone. But a lot of your friends and family are like, yeah, he didn't do it, but he's serving time in jail. I don't know why, but yeah, he's innocent. Like I know he's innocent because he was with me that night. That's but weird. then, it, but then it sounds like. Just the family members, even of like convicted killers, are like, no, they didn't do it. They never yeah. did it. Even though it's like clearly, they clearly did. Um, but it's like, that's crazy, man. That's like a, a huge fear of mine to be convicted at that extent for a crime I had no idea what happened or yeah, you know, you know committed and like stuff the, like, like that. the perfect like coincidence. Yeah, the perfect coincidence because those exist. I mean, there there are a lot of court cases like that that end in someone's conviction who's innocent. But, of course, I think a majority of those convictions, like, a majority of convictions are probably earned now. 
when you think about it, like of like when you think of traffic tickets, violent crime, robbery, stuff like that. But then there's these cases where it's like, is this justice is is it worth it to have this justice system um, corral crime like this, even though in a few select instances it handles it a horrible way you know what i mean yeah like is it is it worth it i'm not saying like it is or isn't i'm just saying i guess that's the ment- that's the dilemma here yeah. is catching the majority is it risking sacrificing the few over bad over like a bad lawyer or a bad judge or bad circumstance yeah and i think like not to get too political but like well the american justice system i think is like really messed up but the hard thing is like most countries have a super fucked up justice system that's and, be- and and it's like it's like how do you have a good justice system it's hard it's, it's like really hard. hard like maybe only a handful of countries have an actually like decent justice system well because the justice system for the longest time even in america was just linked to a lot of groups and a lot of people that were self-beneficial of course and still is today in terms of prison systems and governments yeah it's uh you think of martin scorsese movies there was a time and there's a reason that these stereotypes exist where it's like you know the dirty cop because there were a lot of dirty cops you know what 20 30 years ago there's probably still a lot of dirty cops oh of course and there there was that sting operation i forgot there's a movie about it where like two-thirds of the nypd or LAPD, I don't one remember which one. I mean, it's major city. Got was like found on corruption, like two thirds of the whole police. Yeah, task. It's, it's like what it's, the fuck? It's crazy. And you don't just get rid of that. Like new cops come in, and I guarantee it's the same shit. And to think about, um, just in general, think about like in the seventies, eighties, or even nineties, you could argue, and today in, cer- in certain circumstances, of course. But I'm more talking about like a seventies era, sixties, seventies, I guess, fifties even. Sorry, I'm going back. Um, most cops were just racist yeah it was just that's they had to justice well that's because the law was racist so in upholding the racist law they of course had to be racist to uphold the law that's not like they were forced to be racist it's just like the justice system prevailed in terms of hiring people that were racist because that's what the laws were and that's just how the system worked and it's an unfortunate time in history and when you look at that it's like shit you know people a lot of people back then um, unless they were in a community that was being targeted, probably didn't see that. And was like, oh, you know, business as usual. I wonder how many people, like how much is actually fixed or if 20 years down the road, we'll, be talking, to go. we'll, we'll be talking down like, God, do you remember all those fucking cases in the two, like early 2000s? Yeah. Like what, what will it be like? Because history, um, takes a while to digest usually and to get all the stories, you know, in proper order because it's hard to take things as they happen. So when we look back and we see all these stories and the times and the dates and and the instances and the and the proof and all that other stuff, you know what what will the depiction of law enforcement be uh, of this time thirty years yeah. from now? I also think it's it, it, it's hard to make a lot of progress in terms of like civil rights issues and stuff when a lot of the people that are in power are like. 60 and 70 year old dudes and it's like the time they grew up in completely is that different. time completely different and it's like they're well, still you look at our, and you know that they're not open-minded no well like some of them are but i'm not even saying this but like look at our parents and that's not saying like our parents are racist but like when you talk to your mom or dad like when i talk to my mom or dad or stepdad or, or stepmom you know they came from a different time yeah in terms of you know technology social situations it's weird to think about that when my mom was born you know this this person who's she's not old by any stretch of the word um, but she lived in a, she was, she existed 
when major civil rights movements were like still going on and there was um i don't know it's just weird to think about like it wasn't that long ago this yeah, shit happened right? like in terms of oh dude that was 40 50 years ago whatever all that stuff it's like that's in terms of history that's not a long time not at all um like, and i and yes things are I, I have to see that things, yes, are progressively getting better, but at a super slow rate, of course. I think they've slowed down considerably. Well, slowed down, but I still... Like, things are better off than they were in the 70s and 60s. Oh, 100%. Then, yeah. the, you know, the 80s were better than the 70s. You know, it, it gets better, but I think now it's... it's there's a there's a big spotlight right now. You you know, in a every decade, there's a big spotlight event, and we were caught in uh, a big spotlight event, you could say, of all these happenings... And uh, uh, wrongful shootings that happened probably within the last decade yeah. uh, that people have been talking about because the news cycle on the Internet has brought it all to the forefront, which is like really cool, um, which is also also interesting because there's even with uh, recent events, you see people spreading a lot of false information. It's easier for that false information to get out there. Yeah. And um, it, it's just a lesson to learn that you, you can listen to any podcast you want. Listen to this podcast. Listen to, you know, as I said, any podcast you want. But you also have to make sure to do your own research and check up on sources that yes. that you trust. And also, you know, see what people are saying in, in the different side of the aisle that you don't really, uh, that you don't agree with. Because I do feel like as much as people who lean left like to hear what's on the left, it's it's very healthy to kind of actually listen to someone on the right who's, who's, uh, not batshit crazy, just like how <laughs> Alex Jones. <laughs> well, like you know, there's Al- there's the, there's Alex Jones of the right. You know, there's that Alex Jones of the left, and so people on the right only kind of visualize the left when they talk in terms of left and right. When it's that simple, they they categorize that okay, they're all like this one yeah, person, or they're yeah. all like this one group. Much yeah. like how the left is like, oh, they're all like this one group when they're. When there is a majority middle grounded people, there are people that are, you know, more in the um, yeah. middle and more in the respective left and right than the far left and right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but it's, it's, it, is, it is difficult to gauge um, sometimes just because of all the news sources that are out there, whether they're good or bad, um, trustworthy or not. So it, it's definitely an interesting time and we're definitely going to look back and go, wow, can you believe like all of this shit we could just spew out and like things were things were so confusing in terms of getting the story right. I'd recommend using websites like uh, Snopes and PolitiFact mm-hmm. and stuff like that to, to check uh, sources and check um, the validity of things because those are pretty good trusted websites in I, my opinion. I want to see how history books of this time are written. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Yeah. Because you remember when we were in high school, that part of the history book was really new was the 9-11 Yeah, the 9-11 section. And like George Bush and like the beginning of the Iraq war. Yeah, and it was really interesting reading all of that from just a historical book. These are, this is what happened type of. Yeah, it's like the newest chapter in it. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, that'd be interesting to read a history book in like five years and see just like what's written down. Yeah, I just got to pay $200 first. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking textbooks (laughs) are like. So ridiculously expensive. Never buy new textbooks. That's Come why on. I torrented mine. Go get used textbooks or electronic textbooks. Honestly, today, now that I'm thinking about it, I mean, I think it was just kind of reaching out when I was in high school. Not just reaching out, but I was around the time when electronic textbooks were textbooks were becoming uh, a a big thing, I guess. Yeah. Because, you know, they were still testing it and the company didn't make sure they had a way where people couldn't download them illegally i guess but a lot of people did because it's fucking free yeah 
Share with um, your friends. That was a that's how I got by. I, I mooched off my friends' textbooks that I share classes with because I'm like, hey, I'll give you twenty dollars. I'm not buying a four hundred dollar textbook. I I see and like I get it. You know, money goes towards education, quote unquote. Every now and then, when you talk about that type of stuff, but um, there was no reason a textbook should be four hundred dollars. It's a business. It's ridiculous. One hundred percent. It's a business. That's so stupid. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, that's why like that's, you have to pay for the course, which is like thousands already, and then it's like, oh, also you need this required textbook that you're going to use three times, and it's four hundred dollars. Even though all the information from that textbook, you could easily go and uh, check out a book in the library, but the school won't allow you to do that. You have to get the textbook, or else yeah. it's like, oh, you you don't you don't get to do the homework because there's specific questions in this textbook that aren't in that textbook. And there's some textbooks that apparently like professors, if they so use you're paying those... for homework. Holy <laughs> fuck. I just thought about that. That sucks. When you think, you know how they had questions in the book? It's like, do the questions in the book that you paid fucking $100 for yeah, in the beginning of the year. You're paying to do homework. Fuck. Like in Sweet, high school dude. and middle school and shit like that. That's, that's, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Hey, we got to get in the textbook business. That's what we got to do. <laughs> yeah. We should make a college course on how to be Let's Players, create our own textbook, charge $600 for it, and make it mandatory for the class. <laughs> Genius business model right there. Are there any Bonics textbooks? I... I don't know. Really, <laughs> Bonnick's Bible. I guess probably exists, and if not, I you can I be the first person to write it, Ryan. I don't think I could. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would love to rewrite the Bible, but in my in my tone, in my voice. Like if I did that, how many copies would it sell? You pro- a handful. Like I'd rewrite the. I just do the New Testament though. Old Testament's fine and dandy, but it's New Testament's where it's it at. New Testament's that good shit. It's like kick ass shit, dude. <laughs> Sort of like the like that's where sort of the cool shit happens, dude. Speaking of cool shit, what do you say we uh get out of here and do some cool shit? Like, okay, like go do some flips on a bicycle. Okay, like a tandem bike. Take it BMX. I call the front seat. Okay, great. I'll, I'll get the back seat. Lego gets the back seat, so you have to be in the middle. The middle of a tandem bike yeah. where there's no seat. Yeah, I'll just hang on to the little bar. Yeah, that'd be terrifying. You have to be upside down with the <laughs> with. With a, I don't know what the opposite of a mohawk is, but it's where the tire's gonna just grate down your hair to just be. I don't think that hairstyle exists. Where instead of it's like the it's like an inverted mohawk. <laughs> yeah. Where it's just like <laughs> shaved down the middle because that would look so bad. Well, you look you look like a, I guess like a pincer. You you look like a, uh, a like real goofball. You're balding, but only in a strip down the middle of your head. Some kid watching our podcast right now that has that exact haircut it's just like fuck? crying. Just, Jesus, I thought it. Like he just got it, and he like, <laughs> yeah. he's never felt more confident in his life. And then he hears his he hears us say that, and, and he's just like broken. Uh, well, just go ahead and shave the rest of your head. Yeah, just that's a tip from us. So anyway, the, uh, uh, you can. I mean, oh, I, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, you were about to end it. Okay, we were end both it. about to end it. Um, uh, thank you all for tuning in. Another great podcast recording here with my buddy Matt, my Thanks. best friend Matt. Thanks, Ryan. Um, uh, you know we come out with a podcast every Friday. I think it releases or should release. On uh, iTunes and uh, do we release on other pod? Yeah, we released on other podcast apps too. It is yes, Google Play Music. Still trying to get on Spotify. If anyone knows any contacts with Spotify, please help us. Yes, that would really be awesome. Uh, They're just really unresponsive. We've tried like two times now. Yeah, so just remember, new podcast every Friday, and then probably during the weekend it'll be uploaded. More than likely during the weekend it'll be uploaded to an iTunes or something like that. Mm -hmm. But if you want to help support us more, uh, listen to it through. Uh, YouTube because that's um, a better way to support us and the podcast. Yeah, because that's how we uh, that's how we get that the, those advertisements. So yeah. so thanks guys. That really does. I mean, if you're listening on iTunes, don't sweat it. Thanks for yeah. just listening is good support. Yeah, and if you're listening on iTunes, um, 
a, another way to support us if you're not listening through YouTube is by leaving a a review of the podcast if you like it. Go yeah, ahead, rate and, it. You know, rate rate the podcast however you see fit, um, and uh, just spread the word because I love doing this podcast. Matt loves doing this I podcast. Love doing it. It's fun. That's so, why we've uh, done 81 episodes. So yeah, we uh, definitely want to keep doing this. So to support us, watch on YouTube or rate us or share us. Do whatever. Do whatever you feel we deserve. Absolutely. And uh, big guests coming soon. Got a couple of them. Oh yeah, the biggest guests we've ever had. So get get not sure when yet, but but get ready for that. We have it locked down. We do have it locked down. Um. All right, guys. Well, we will see you next week. Uh. I I wish I could kiss all of you. Um, not on the lips because I don't want to get sick. Give you a little kiss on the forehead, like between your eyes. Like, yeah, plus a kiss on the lips to all of our fans. There's a wide age range. That actually, you know what? I take the kiss thing back because there, I'm, I'm sure there's many fans under the age of 18, and I don't. But wanna... those who are, let's say, over 20. Okay. okay, 20 to be safe. You know, 18 and 19 is still like high schooly. Yeah, type of, you know? let's say over 20. Okay, yeah. and attractive, at least a seven, at least a seven. A seven on the yeah, not on the Richter scale. A seven on the hotness scale. So if you're like over the age of shaming joke. <laughs> I didn't even get it until you said that. <laughs> if you're a seven on the scale of how hot you are and over uh, the age of 20, I'd love to give you a kiss on the forehead. So, yeah. uh, and, if, and if you can't uh, find love through Matt's kisses because you're not of that age, um, you could wait till you are of age and uh, sign up for eHarmony. You absolutely so, could. So uh, go ahead and do that to support your boys if you want. If you want. <laughs> All right, guys. Love you so much. See you next week. Bye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.